Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. On and syncing audio. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yes. All right. All right. Hello, this is Emily. Hi, this is Alex. And this is Going Somewhere, the podcast where we share what it's like to live an independent... Nope. Not that one. Okay. Ready? Yeah, okay. Hello, this is Emily. And this is Alex. And this is Going Somewhere. The podcast where we share what it's like to live in location independent nomadic lifestyle. And today we're coming to you from Palm Desert in Southern California. And if you don't know, surprise, that's the USA. If you were listening all the way to the end of yesterday's podcast, or last week's podcast, not yesterday. <laughs> it's a really good start right now. Do you want to start over? Yeah. Okay. You can take a breath. You don't have to. You're like. I know. I'm trying yeah. to just like. Mm-hmm. T- Nobody's timing you. I mean, I'm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hello, this is Emily. Hi, I'm Alex. And this is Going Somewhere, the podcast where we share what it's like to live a location independent, nomadic lifestyle. Um, today, we're in Palm Desert, California, which is in the USA. If you didn't catch it in our last podcast, we came back to the USA, and that was our plan. We surprised my mom. She, I think she took it well, overall. Mm-hmm. Um, she cried a lot. She kind of got mad that I surprised her, but also was really happy, but also kind of mad. <laughs> so there, there was a balance there. There was lots of tears. She, big was, hugs. she kept saying, why would you do this to me? Like, <laughs> but I think it was just mostly because, like, she didn't expect to cry and you know when you start crying because you're surprised and you didn't expect to be crying I think your initial reaction sometimes is like okay but I didn't want to be crying why'd you make me cry yeah she was totally surprised my uncles helped organize the whole thing she thought she was coming over to their house for just like a casual lunch and then I walk in the room from behind her and she almost jumped out of her skin (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, so if you listen to our previous episode, then you know why we came back to the U.S., but to recap, 
we were last week in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. We decided that we didn't really like it there. And it's not really why we came back, but it was a kind of the fact that we had had that happen. That wasn't the first time that it happened before. We know where we like spending time. And for us, for the most part, that has been in Europe and especially yeah. Spain. And because we're not EU citizens, we are limited as to the amount of time that we can spend in Europe. So we, you know, kept trying to stay nomadic and location independent without coming back to the U.S. So that meant we had to spend time out of the Schengen zone in Europe, meaning we had to kind of go different places and spend a month living in, you know, for instance, like... Asia, um, we went to Croatia, we tried the UK, and it was like every time we tried something different, it just wasn't exactly it. Like, you know, at the beginning we tried Mexico Mm -hmm. and Canada, we weren't feeling it either. Um, We just kind of found our little, like, pocket of the world that we felt like we fit into and that made us feel like it was our home and nothing against any of these other places. Absolutely not. They all have their own charm. Yeah, there's just quite a difference between, you know, since we spend a month in each place because of budget reasons, um, it's cheaper to spend a month somewhere than it is to just spend a week here and there at different locations. You know, when you spend a month somewhere... It's much, much more like living somewhere rather than just visiting somewhere because at that point you have to begin to do those everyday things, negotiating all of exactly the everyday stuff that involves living there. And there are just some places for us personally that didn't work. And then we felt like, okay, well, we're staying somewhere for a month to save money and budget ultimately, but are we saving money if we keep spending entire months in places that we don't really like or really want to be for an entire month? So yeah. when we're traveling just ultimately to run the clock out until we can go back to where we want to be, it just seemed, I don't know, kind of wasteful. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it was just kind of confusing because why are we doing this if not to have a better life than than we did before to enjoy where we are more than we did before and you know the weird thing about being back here in the um like palm springs area of california is that this is where we lived before we sold our house here and everything we own and started traveling. So, um, it's almost like going home again, but not, it's, it's mostly definitely reminding us that we weren't happy here and that, you know, it's temporary, but ultimately the reason that we came back is so that we can figure out a way to spend more time in the places that we know we want to be. Exactly. Yeah, like we came here ultimately to have, the, you know, to have the goal of getting a visa to go to Spain long term, 
And the only way we can do that is to actually apply from the consulate of our home address region, which would be Southern California. So we have to go to a Los Angeles Spanish consulate and go through those procedures so we can do that. So you can't do it from out of the country. You have to do it from where you say you reside Mm -hmm. officially. So knowing that that is our goal right now, we came back to the U.S. so we could start making that happen. Um, Now, we have kind of already run into some um, issues (laughs) with it. Same thing as, you know, Taylor's all the time. It's a bureaucracy thing. It's a matter of, like, the paperwork and red tape. Uh, our first obstacle is just getting an appointment. Like, you know, the step one kind of thing of getting in the door. So they're fully booked currently. I am checking every day for openings. Uh, I, you know, email them and they let me know that sometimes appointments open up because people cancel and you have to check back every day for that to happen. And they don't have any currently. So every day it's a fingers crossed situation. And then appointments open up like what did they say 30 days out yeah they have appointments up until 30 days from each day so each day the next 30 day opens up if you're early enough to get it you can try and get it and at noon they post when the cancellations open up yeah so obstacle number one is it could take us more than a month to even get an appointment yes um Um, now once you get everything lined up, like you have your appointment and you have all your paperwork uh, ready, it could be as quick as 15 days from that day. Or it could be up to three months following that day, depending on delays or interviews or, you know, re-verifications of anything like that. So it's indetermined how long this might take us to actually achieve our goal right now. Right. Yeah, so um, people keep asking how long we're going to be in the U.S. And honestly, we really we really don't know right now. Um, and, you know, we're kind of in a point where, you know, it's not very exciting. It's pretty frustrating. And there's um, a lot of confusion and not knowing what's next and you know we've spent the last year of our life pretty much not knowing what's next but it was more of an exciting kind of not Mm -hmm. knowing what's next because you knew it was a new adventure compared to waiting to achieve what you want to achieve yeah it's like when you're on an adventure and you don't know what's next that's exciting yeah. When you're trying to plan something and organize something that involves lots of steps that you have to do correctly, that you have to, like like Alex said, you have to get paperwork. There's, like, all these qualifications that we will go into later at mm-hmm. whatever point that we do end up going through this. We will talk about the details more. But, yeah when you have something that has to be planned with all of this level of detail and you don't know what's next, that's 
not exciting. That's not adventurous. That's frustrating. And it's... Um, At least it's for us. Maybe for you, you really love paperwork and... Well, even if you really love... on hold. <laughs> even if you really love paperwork, it would be frustrating to not know when you need to do that paperwork. Yeah. When like, you're going to present this paperwork, I got all this paperwork ready. Can I present it to you? No. You know, because yeah, like you, you can't have, this, have an appointment. It's like studying for a report and you like spend all this time getting all of your stuff ready. You have the written part, you have your oral presentation ready. And you're like, you know what? We don't know when we're going to see you to be able to do, present. So just hold tight. Be yeah. ready. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's... So it's already a bit frustrating, especially given the fact that right now we are staying with family. Yeah. And, you know, that can't really be indefinite for us. Um, Or for them. Like, it doesn't... Well, yeah. We don't want to be an inconvenience. Right. And another aspect of all of this is that I am... So before this... If you've listened all along to the podcast, you know, but I'm assuming that most people have not. That is fine. Before a year ago when we sold our house and everything, you know, to start traveling, I owned my own business. And so I had a basically a one-person business, a handmade accessories business, and... um, that had been my career for like the you know previous six years I quit doing that to travel because um just the logistics of even thinking about traveling with a handmade business is just pretty impossible um to put it into perspective in our house that I worked out of before we sold it I had an entire room Um, full of supplies, equipment, sewing machine, you know, things. Full room. Totally taken over. No other furniture was in there besides what she needed to work with. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're talking sewing machine, fabrics, everything that goes along with a homemade, hand-sewn business where I was outputting, you know, like... 50 orders a week it it was a lot um not something you can just shove in a suitcase and bring with you so um yeah all of that went away well it's kind of getting to the point where I didn't realize how much I missed creating and sewing and and I do, and I and I want to start being able to sew and create again, and I want to start, um, you know, being able to run my business again, but just in a different way with you know some slightly different um, products and things like that. So, um, yeah, you can't just be nomadic with all of those things so we don't want to stop traveling and we don't want to stop exploring because even traveling and exploring will play a part in my new business but we do need a home base I need somewhere where I can have maybe not as much as I had before but (laughs) I need somewhere where I can have a sewing machine that can have my supplies I can have my um, inventory and a place 
to operate. Right. You know, someplace to plug in the sewing machine. Mm-hmm. And it's unrealistic to think that I can carry that around with me along with all of my supplies and inventory and ship from all over the world as we're traveling. You know, it's it's not it's not realistic. Um, and frankly, I don't want to. <laughs> it sounds very hectic. And, um, you know, it, it's something that could potentially work if we, you know, stayed longer in a place. But the place that we want to stay longer is going to be within that EU Shenzhen area that we're going to need a visa. That's the goal. To be able to stay in longer. So, yeah, that's that's the goal um but yeah it's been kind of weird and you know I realized recording this that we don't really have any news other than we're we're in the United States we're processing right now yeah yeah but you know we thought it was so important to talk about it because you know it is happening it's part of you know what we're doing is part of being nomadic. It's part of trying to figure things out and everything yeah. we set out to document. Current, so currently we aren't going anywhere, but this is going somewhere. We are mm-hmm. intending to go somewhere. So we're trying to, you know, keep you apprised. And sometimes there's pauses or just, you know, t- things to prepare before you can really make your, well, big move ultimately. Right, because... Unless you are, you know, retired and have passive income or... Affluent in some way. You're, yeah, yeah in, unless you just have, like, a independent passive income or something like that where, you know, you don't have to worry about money coming in. Um, this is part of it. This is part of negotiating this type of lifestyle um, you don't have to be, you know, affluent or rich as we tend to think of it to do this, which we've been over many, many times. You don't have to have a lot, a lot of money to do this. We have been over in, on this podcast before how we spend less money being nomadic than we did having a permanent residence in Southern California. Um, you know, but... And, and, you know, like, unless you just don't worry about money, part of, part of it is always going to be trying to figure these things out. And, you know, over the past year, we haven't had money coming in. No. We've... Not really. Yeah, like, we liquefied our assets, and we've been living off of that. And here and there, we've maybe had a few things, like, maybe... Over the entire year, maybe a thousand dollars. Yeah, um, a portion of that came from our patrons who uh, help support us and uh, help us keep us traveling. So thank you to our patrons. Mm-hmm. And if you'd like to join our Patreon, you can become one of our patrons as well. So yeah, thank so you. we get some support from Patreon. We make like literal pennies right now on this podcast on ads from this podcast, um, and. We don't monetize YouTube just because we don't have the numbers. Like yeah, we're still trying we're not, to build that up. Yeah, we're not able to monetize YouTube, and that's fine. It's not why we do it. Obviously, we don't do this because we want to be millionaires. Like, 
we're realistic about it. We, Not that we don't want to be millionaires. <laughs> I just want to clear that. I up. mean, it would be nice. I'd be okay. I'm okay with it. I'm fine with it too. <laughs> but yeah, realistically, you know, like we do this because we enjoy sharing our, our our journey and just being real about what it's like to do something really unconventional for a while in your life. Um, we're sharing because we like to. And we enjoy this. We don't make money off of it. Maybe we will someday. I don't know. You know, like, if this podcast blows up, then, yeah, it's it's a revenue stream. But as of now, you know, we make, like, pennies on ads on this, on this podcast. Um, and then I've made some money on, from Instagram. Yeah. Um, and, like, honestly, over the past year, that's been about... Like maybe a thousand dollars. Like, I didn't even think it was that much, so that's great. Yeah, I'm kind of spitballing, but like, I think it's over the whole it's year. It's definitely not yeah. more than that. So you know, it's it's not. All of that helps, but it doesn't sustain us. Exactly. Yeah, it's not like okay, we're fine now, <laughs> you know, and so it's. Um, we, we've spent a lot of time this past year realizing, you know, what we kind of, we set out to th- thinking that we did want to be sort of travel influencers or travel right. bloggers or travel vloggers and, you know, market ourselves and make money off of that. And, you know, we just, we don't like it. We don't, yeah. we don't like it. It's not our favorite. Um, and it's... Yeah. It, it's just to us personally, it was really difficult because it takes us so out of the moment and everything begins to feel manufactured or put on and then it begins to feel inauthentic and that we're like selling some experience that we didn't even experience yeah it feels it's yeah it starts to feel artificial like Mm -hmm. for instance like something like as simple as like you had a real experience you want to portray it and explain it to the camera and the microphone oh but the sound was terrible so let's recreate that and try to make it seem as authentic as the first time but it's not because you know in inside that you've had to say this two or three times and It's disingenuine to us, or at least to me. Or something like on Instagram, you know how you always see those like Instagram versus reality posts and stuff? And I'm like, well, why don't we just show reality? Like, you're basically telling me like what I just saw was faked. So you're not even seeing reality. And then, so you start to realize as you start to do it yourself that it's true. Like, you can't get those quote-unquote Instagram shots. Oh, yeah, with, like, zero um, people around in this iconic location. Yeah, you can't get that without manipulating your environment or your experience, um, you know. And it just begins to feel very inauthentic for us um, and manufactured. You know, if I have to wake up at 5 a.m. to go get a shot... 
with nobody in it where I look like I'm having the best time of my life and all of this stuff. And we can just wake up. (laughs) And I understand that because if you have a, you know, you have a deal with somebody that you're working with who is paying you to do this and you're going to do it, like, that's your job and you're doing it right and you're doing a great job. But it's just not the job for us personally. Like, you know, I, I, I kept saying, it took me a year to realize, I kept saying, I want to show the experience that we're actually happen, having, but it took me a year to realize that that's not actually possible. Because if I'm showing or sharing the experience, then we're not actually having it. And the best experiences that we've had this entire year, there's no way you could share them. No, they're just in the moment. Yeah. And, you know, we realized it was going to become increasingly hard for us to be motivated, to be consistent about entertaining that as a way of making money with with blogging and um, influencing. Um, and, you know, I, I just... I begin to think about what I loved about creating the most and... To me, that's working with textiles, that's creating um, an actual tangible piece that you can wear. Um, You know, it's putting me back into my love for fashion, but um, also it's a revenue stream, you know. I, I knew that I wouldn't be able to take forever off of work. Um, so we have to figure out a way that I can still work and we can get some money coming in so that we can sustain our lifestyle, you know. Um, and create a balance of both working and, you know, I guess travel because that's, you know, where our, what we desires and pleasure is in. So, you know, work and pleasure, balance. And it'll, it'll kind of, you know, it... It is kind of what inspired and informed my new business plan, you know. Um, It will involve traveling and being inspired by the places that we travel and the, the textiles that we find there and... You know the thrifted and upcycle the the thrifted items that we will then upcycle that we find there. So um, a lot of it's in the works, and I know yeah we're we're giving you a lot of um, like half details right now because they just we just don't have them all right now. Yeah, things are a bit fluid right now. Yeah, as we you know like we said try to get our appointment, and since. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We don't have a definite date on when that's going to happen and how long it's going to take after that. Um, we got to do stuff in be- up until then, in between. We got to mm-hmm. keep going. Yeah, figure it out. Um, we've been here for about a week, and yeah, we spent time with family, and we're trying to get things done here and there, um, little, you know, things. But for the most part, it's kind of time to figure out what's next before we figure out what's next so you know if you know what she's saying yeah Yeah. I know it's very confusing it makes no sense (laughs) it makes no sense to us either and it's frustrating and I've spent a lot of time being frustrated and upset um, and just not knowing what to do um, and also needing to figure out how to restart my business and what all that entails, but also having to figure out a lot of other things first. Yeah. So, yeah. But it hasn't all been, you know, stressful trying to figure things out. We have had some fun. Like, we got to see family, so that was nice. And we even went back to Disneyland, uh, which was a surprise to me and how that worked out it was really nice um mm-hmm. uh, we want to say thank you to jen um who helped us get into the parks and had a great day um i loved it <laughs> yeah it was fun we um we used to go frequently we used to be disneyland pass holders when we lived here and um you know it'd been about three years since yeah. um, we'd been to Disneyland, which was a really long time for us considering we used to go quite often. And, um, yeah, it was it was really nice and also weird to be back and um, fun. And, yeah, it, it was... We stayed till closing, which we haven't done in forever because when we lived in the desert, it was it's a two-hour drive and we are just like... Oh, well, you know, we'll go home so we can actually get some sleep and not be too tired. But we were like, we get to stay. We're in it. We're yeah. going to do this. We actually kind of treated it like we were on a Disney vacation. Like, we yeah. were going to do... We did, like, the whole day. And, yeah. Um, 
it, it was nice. And Got to see Avengers Campus and California Adventure. I hadn't seen any of that before. That was very cool. Lots of characters mm-hmm. around. Um, eat some good food. I did miss the Spider-Man robot flying through the air, so mm. next time, I guess. Yeah, I think, you know, we'll, um, we'll go back because we'll be in Southern California for a while. and Yeah. Yeah, like Disneyland's kind of our our thing, our it's happy, a happy place. happy place, yeah. Yeah, and the beach, we're, you know, yes. somewhat close, another like two-hour <laughs> drive from the beach, so... Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe we'll... It's tale as old as time with Los Angeles is everything's like a few hours mm-hmm. on the freeway away. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't have a car anymore, so yeah, it's... Um, a little bit more complicated. Mm-hmm, a yeah, little bit. We, we've been borrowing Alex's um, mom's car, which is great. Thanks, but, Mom. Um, yeah, it's, it, it does make it more complicated, and then it makes it more complicated to think about, okay, well, if we're going to stay here indefinitely, are we going to, like need to rent an apartment temporarily or are we going to have to like rent a car temporarily because like that's the number one frustrating thing about being back in um LA is that you have to have a car you kind of have to like there's public transportation unless you're only going really small uh, short distances mm-hmm. it doesn't work like you can't go across counties or anything like that it, it just doesn't work yeah or, and it also takes forever, so, yeah. Um, so, mm-hmm. hey, get on that. Like, come on. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just, like, such a major difference from that and almost everywhere else that we've been traveling is, like, we haven't had a car in a year, and we have not had any issues. We didn't miss it. Yeah. But we I also haven't it. had any issues, like, getting to where we wanted to be, so... Um, yeah, another another kind of I don't know obstacle to obstacle overcome. challenge. Yeah, it's it's tough. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah, that's just what we're gonna do. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so so fun, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so currently going nowhere while we prepare to keep going somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bit frustrating. I think what I really want to do is, like, use this time to get started creating. Um, but also it's kind of limiting because I can't get carried away because I'm in somebody else's house. And I can't just be like, oh, my business is here now. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is my room now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yes, we after a year we finally hit some struggles with being nomadic mm-hmm. and not that we had no struggles, but you know what I'm saying, like we finally reached a point where we're just like, you know, does nomadic work um, in Southern California? It definitely does not work. It's been the hardest uh, location so far to be nomadic in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, we used to live here, so we are familiar with it, but that doesn't really help when you don't have a car and you know you're you're trying to figure out other things so yeah it's um it's I keep saying it's the weirdest place we've been all year and it's the most like familiar one but like it's a necessary struggle right now it is yeah and we're just kind of in in a weird place you know mentally because of it 
That's and cool. kind of physically, like and physically, it's yeah. weird to be here. Yeah, it is. Just is. Yeah. And it's then, nice, but it's weird. And the even weirder part is that we've even had conversations about maybe staying here for longer than intended to get the business off the ground. There's that consideration, too. You know, like we said, we don't have a definite timeline of how long it's going to take to get a Spanish visa. So, you know, our mind starts going about, well, what do we do until then? Or do mm-hmm. we delay that and maybe try to build uh, this... Uh, new old old new business back up and maybe even get like physical location to get things going so that's a possibility too we've had some really unexpected conversations and yeah like a few months ago even a month ago you asked us like would you consider like trying to live and work in california again we'd be like no, no. i would be like immediately no no but we've had conversations, like we've entertained conversations over the past few days about the possibility, and um, it's a possibility. It like just, it, it kind, of, it's a it's, possibility. It's surprising, but yeah, I mean, it it's a weird place to be in. Yeah, but then like being in the United States again after a year. It's so. It's kind of the only state would be willing to stay in. Mm-hmm. So, thanks California. California. Yeah. yeah, it's like one of the most expensive places to be. But you know, as we re-entered the U.S. at this time, you know, what like two or three days it's like after two days yeah. after we got back to the U.S. is when three days. It was three days. Uh, yeah. Is when they overturned. Roe versus Wade, and then we're watching, you know, um, the January 6th trials on the news, and it's just, it's a tough time, you guys. Yeah, and to be here. I gotta say, because I was like keeping up with the news, like while we were traveling, the US news, and all of this stuff that's going on right now, to me, and I feel like to a lot of people, none of it's actually surprising. Just incredibly disappointing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just incredibly disappointing. And it's uh, horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, I have seen what, uh, like, the governor of California has been implementing things and signing bills and legislatures to make California a safe place and to protect uh, these rights that we should have and mm-hmm. have had and the rest of the world mostly has. So, that's why, that's one of the many reasons it would be the place where we would stay. Right. Even though it's expensive, we know that there are definitely cheaper options in the U.S., but, you know, a lot of them are not in a place that we would feel comfortable being, which was, you know, one of the reasons that we wanted to explore other parts of the world, too, and see if there were any better fits for us, because, you know... We we don't want to go somewhere that is taking rights away, that is ta- that is stepping back, like stepping back instead of forward and taking rights away from its citizens instead of recognizing more people and more rights for all people. Um, and that was something, you know that we really loved about Andalusia, Spain. Mm-hmm. 
and you know I know that the answer is not always go to a flee and go to a better place you know like um but it is pretty disheartening to be back like right on the tails of of all that and just kind of like a shock wasn't a welcome we were looking for yeah, it's, it's like a shock back to reality. Um, you know, we have been a little bit um, distracted and detached from what's been going on in the U.S. for the past year. And, you know, it's kind of like a wake-up call to, um, you know, think about bigger issues as well and not yeah. just you know, what makes us happy and what we want to do. Um, so. It's, yeah, it's, that's exactly right. It's just, the world is bigger than just us. Like, you can make your own personal observation of the world as small or as large as you want it to be, and this one was kind of a wake-up call that, you know, there's, while we were seeing the whole world, we were kind of keeping our perspective kind of to ourselves, and now it's it's a bit broadened. Yeah. So, yeah, there, I was about to say good times, but no, it's just times. It's just times. Just times. Sometimes it's just times. Just times. You they, know? It just is. Yeah. Yes. And that's what we're going through right now. It's just one of those things it just says. It's not particularly exciting, but um, I think it's relatable, which mm-hmm. is why we always share what's happening whether or not it's exciting or not because it's relatable yeah and then another relatable non-exciting news we got our second booster when we were here so there's Mm -hmm. that um don't know if you care or interested but yeah that's our medical information right there that's it (laughs) we are as boosted as we are allowed to be and uh still so far I think this is wood. Um, haven't gotten COVID yet. I know. Yeah. Don't want it. And I have to put yet because it seems like it's just, it's going around still. It certainly is. Yeah. I keep seeing, you know, people that I know are like, oh God, it finally got me. And most of them have been in California too. So I'm like, oh God. And most of them have recently gone to Disneyland and or Disney World or something. And I'm like, okay, but we wore masks like most of the entire time we were there, except for when we were outside, like not and even around. Now, sometimes people. we were because like it, it gets, gets crowded. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. We're doing everything if, we can. If we can make it around the world in a year and, and escape getting it. In California, you know. We have enough um, delays as we've gone over of what are t- in our plans. We don't mm-hmm. need that one. And I definitely don't be needing to bring it to, like, my family's homes. Right. <laughs> yeah, so we're still being very diligent, even though the restrictions, a lot of restrictions have lifted in the U.S. And um, we do understand that, like, mm-hmm. e- even we are, if, you know, if everything was safe, we would be mask free too because we're, we're tired of it yeah i mean we definitely see the benefit and that's why we use it and understand it and even if everything was okay if i was in a super crowded situation like a tight packed train or bus or airplane i'd probably still wear it because mm-hmm. i don't want to get even the common cold if i can avoid it right but everywhere that we've been so far 
has still required masks indoors, like, no exceptions. Yes. So, um, yeah, it's, this is the first place, the U.S. being back in California is the first place that we've been in a year that doesn't require masks any longer. So, yeah. There's that reverse culture shock, along with how much things cost. I, everything's so expensive, and, like, I knew it. And, like, when we say everything, like, sure, you know, U.S. is expensive, but, like, compared to, like, Europe and Asia and where we've been, food is just so much more expensive, Mm -hmm. and yet I happen to know that the U.S. wastes so much food and has so much excess in production, yet it's also so much more expensive. Mm-hmm. Even at the grocery stores, like, yeah. oof. Um, yeah, and especially eating out as well, there's, like, a noticeable difference in the, the price increase, but... That's an adjustment. Yeah, but... I don't know. Lots of adjusting coming forward, I'm sure, because, yeah. So don't know what next week's going to entail. At all. So, yeah. Those are our goal goals. It's 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 goals, but it kind of is all one goal at the same time. Like, we would ultimately like to do all of our things at the same time. Like, get our Spanish visa, get this business off the ground, get, a, you know, a home base and set it all up. But depending on how things work out, it might be in multiple goals achieved at different times. Right. Yeah. So, so anyway. working on it. Who knows? Let us know if you have any questions. Yeah, Um, please do. Um, And... and Yeah, because pretty much, like, for the foreseeable future, this is what it's going to sound like over here. It's going to be us going, I don't know. (laughs) Yep. What else is there? Well, I saw something on TV today. No, that's... We're not doing that. Our podcast isn't shifting to what I saw on TV today. Um, no, that's called my life is listening to what Alex saw on TV today. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, so, I don't know. That's all I got. That's it. Yep. Uh, so this has been <laughs> us in California. Thanks oh, for listening. Sorry, we're boring in California. <laughs> I got no excuses. Just that's also true. It's just how it is. Yeah. Um, if you've enjoyed our podcast and our other podcasts uh, and you want to hear more, please subscribe. You can uh, hear us on any of the podcatchers out there or uh, watch and or listen both on YouTube. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at Emily and Alex and also keep up to date with any of Emily's shop opening information with at, on Instagram at we go everywhere. And that's everywhere, like, close, W-E-A-R. Um, if you want to um, help us keep going on here, you can subscribe, uh, contribute to our Patreon, and you can find the link to that in our uh, description. What? Don't say all the names. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Don't do it. Okay. Um, yes. Okay. And I need to go. I don't. What?
Don't don't fiddle around with it. Just okay. I was just trying. You were doing fine. Okay. So yeah, and the Patreon. Uh, Okay, so maybe just start over. Yeah, that's why I I just wanted to bring it up so I could read. Sorry, it's just okay. It just gets a little old. Yeah. But you're gonna do it anyway. That's that's basically so. I'm just gonna cut out the Patreon and go. And then pick up just this. Okay. Alright, so until next week, this is Emily. This is Alex. And this is going somewhere. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.